podcast going. Be with you in a minute. or cassette tapes, uh, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> like every year. It only lasted a few years. And some of, some of them were rather entertaining songs, but not, 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 not one hit single out of any of them. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I, I, I owned, I might still own, but it's destroyed the the original wrestling album and that's I think that was just that was the title of it the wrestling album anyway uh, a couple of songs came out of it though there was uh, Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo with uh, Rick Springfield and uh, Mean Gene Okerlund that one wasn't too bad because it was mostly Rick Springfield singing uh, anyhow that doesn't matter. Uh, Big John here, Americana, the American way. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Uh, do all that like, share, and subscribe, comment stuff. Um, so Vince has found himself embroiled in another controversy over sexual relations with a employee. Um, it's important to note that this is not the first time Vince and the WWF, WWE have been embroiled in sexual related controversies. Okay. Um, it was in the seventies and eighties really came to light in the eighties. Uh, there was a thing called the ring boy scandal where young boys were hired to uh, help around the wrestling ring, help put the ring together, 
um, do odd jobs around uh, the build, the wrestling building, right? Uh, Pat Patterson allegedly uh, had sex with some of these young young boys. Uh, I don't know their ages, but I know it was it was bad. Uh, Pat was released from the company, and after the heat died down, and I guess some investigations I hope took place uh, among. Uh, with law enforcement, is what I was trying to say. Uh, after the heat died down, Pat got hired back within months or a year or something like that. Uh, there was also an infamous uh, episode of Phil Donahue where they had Vince McMahon on a stage with all of his haters, uh, dirt sheet writers, um, like Dave Meltzer, uh, wrestlers who just couldn't cut the mustard in the company, uh, and I think I don't know if that was the one superstar Billy Graham was on. I think it was him and Bruno San Martino, Bruno and a rabid anti-steroid uh, spokesman. Bruno was just a big, strong son of a gun. I mean, he is one of those people who's just naturally freaky, big, and strong. Uh, superstar Billy Graham, uh, the the original Hulk Hogan, the guy that Hulk and Ultimate Warrior and uh, Jesse the Body Ventura patterned themselves after. Well, Jesse the Body and Hulk Warrior, I don't... Anyways, God rest Warrior's soul. But, uh, anyways... On Phil Donahue, uh, Vince was confronted not only about steroids, but one person that couldn't cut the mustard in WWE said that he got fired because he wouldn't have sex with a WWE executive, presumably Pat Patterson. Uh, I don't want to name his name, but, well, I, I will, what the heck, um... There was always uh, allegation, rumor, rumor, maybe that's a better way to put it, that uh, <clears throat> Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, did have sexual relations with a WWE executive to get uh, a higher position in WWE. Now, Shawn Michaels did not need to do that, that's why I don't I, I just don't believe that. Uh, Sean is probably one of the best in-ring performers of all time. Um, I emphasize performer. Um, it, it, he was just great. And so he's, you know, Christian now and saved and all that. But there have been other notable scandals in wrestling, uh, sexual-related scandals, uh, sexual harassment, uh, the diva, the second diva, Sable, uh, she alleged sexual harassment, sued WWF, got a, a settlement for undisclosed amount uh, after she, I think she either quit or got fired, and then she came back a couple years later. <laughs> 
uh, maybe it was like five years later or something when she was starting to show she just wasn't the same sable she was in the attitude era there from 96 to 99 or 2000 let's just put it that way she also convinced Brock Lesnar to quit allegedly convinced Brock Lesnar to quit uh, WWE the first time I don't know if that's how true that is but Brock like could have went on and on in WWE and never missed a beat but he took a few years off to be an ultimate fighter and then just took a few years off for the hell of it anyways not the first sex scandal in WWE however there are people saying now uh, Vince McMahon and his wife Linda have not lived together in decades I know they own multiple homes uh, in Stamford and Florida a lot of rich people own multiple homes uh, Vince's home uh, is closer to the WWE headquarters, of course. Um, this article, three of these are from uh, Inside the Ropes at itrwrestling.com, and then the other is from What Culture. Their web address is whatculture.com slash WWE. Um, a new report suggests Vince McMahon and his wife Linda McMahon are no longer together despite technically being married. Uh, after news began to circulate, Vince McMahon was under investigation over an allegation that he paid $3 million to a former employee whom he previously had an affair. Fans have been speculating about the future of WWE and the McMahon family. Uh, Vince was on an interview on the Pat McAfee show, very good interview, but he did allude that the heir apparent to the WWE may not be Shane and or Stephanie, or may not even be a family member. Uh, it'll be whoever's best for business. Uh, I don't like that. But anyways, get to that later, maybe. The allegations center on McMahon's hiring of an unnamed woman as a paralegal in 2019. Anonymous emails suggested that Ms. that McMahon, started to say Mr. McMahon, gave the woman a pay increase from $100,000 to $200,000 after beginning a physical relationship with her. This is wild, because even in 2019, Vince was over 70 years old, okay? The dude is 76 and jacked. I mean, just muscular as heck. Uh, I was watching the, the Undertaker, The Undertaker's Last Ride documentary. And it showed a meeting with him and Vince, and Vince just came from the gym at WWE headquarters, and Vince had on like a Under Armour, one of those skin-tight, breathable workout shirts. And 
I mean, you could just see the guy's lats and delts and uh, traps, and his arms are just ridiculous for someone any age, let alone 76. Uh, he sort of wrestled at WrestleMania. Um, I say sort of. He did a few wrestling moves, uh, but for what a 76-year-old man could do. Um, it is alleged Vince McMahon or Vince McMahon's long-term long-time attorney Jerry McDivitt paid the woman millions of dollars to shut up. The investigation also involves claims of misconduct involving head of talent relations Johnny Ace Laurinaitis. I cannot stand John Laurinaitis. This dude got nowhere in wrestling on his merit. He solely got uh, places in wrestling because he was Road Warrior Animal's brother. Uh, Johnny Ace, a few months or a year ago, because time flies when you're not having fun, right? Uh, anyways, he had a meeting with the developmental brand NXT women's division, which was two hours long, and he told the girls, the women, pardon me, that they need to dress sexier. They need to look more like uh, this young lady, Mandy Rose, who is a rising star in WWE. I mean, she's so good. She's not the, the most polished wrestler, but she excels at every gimmick and angle they give her. And she's also gorgeous. I've seen interviews uh, with her where she's not made up, not wearing makeup. Uh, and she's still a beautiful woman. She works hard for her body. Uh, she initially got traction or fame uh, because she started posting pictures of herself uh, and Trish Stratus when they were about the same age and basically from there the comparisons to Trish Stratus started. Their body types and blonde hair were very similar at the time. But enough of that. Uh, Johnny Ace, that's what I call him, John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace wanted the women in NXT to dress sexier, wear fishnet stockings. Uh, he told them to look at Mandy Rose and try to uh, look more like her. Well, they're very beautiful women in all shapes and sizes. Not everybody can get Mandy Rose's body. She has genetics on her side. Other people have different genetics, and it's not a problem. It's wrestling. You're supposed to be able to wrestle first, look pretty second, and it goes for the guys and the girls. But Johnny Ace, when the first round, when he was head of talent relations and replaced uh, Jim Ross in that position, he would go through swimsuit catalogs, and that's kind of pervy in itself, but he would hire swimsuit models and then try to teach them to remotely wrestle, like barely be able to wrestle, but that was in the diva cat fight pillow fight era. 
these allegations from what I've read are one Vince had a fling with this woman and then he passed her off to Vint or to Johnny Ace as if she were a toy it said that's pretty that's ignorant they're not pretty about it that's ignorant uh, on both Vince and Johnny Ace's part so they gave her three million dollars in hush money and somebody started sending anonymous emails to people on the executive board at WWE WWE is a publicly traded corporation it had previously been completely owned by the Vince or by the McMahon family going back to Vince's dad uh, and then Vince bought his dad out uh, scraped the bottom of the barrel for as long as he could until he started making money and he actually had to set up a payment plan to his dad he couldn't buy the company outright and at any time during that payment plan if he missed one payment the company would revert back to his dad all right but anyways, uh, they went public around 2000, I want to say, somewhere in that era. And then um, they had to change it to WWE because the World, uh, World Wildlife Fund got upset over them using the initials WWF. And... <clears throat> in a European court where WWF, the World Wrestling Federation, World Wrestling Entertainment, does a lot of business on pay-per-view and cable and whatever. Uh, they had to stop using the, the F because World Wildlife Fund trademarked WWF a long time ago. Anyhow, so... Anyways, these accusations about sexual misconduct are nothing new. Uh, Johnny Ace is a creeper and a perv uh, when it comes to the women. Enough said. Uh, let's break, reset, listen to Stand Back, and then talk about uh, Stephanie McMahon's departure, which, gee, she left the company just a few weeks before this story broke. Uh, then there's some updates, and then there's a Sasha Banks story I want to talk about. So, hang in there. Oops. I'll play the rest of it while I light my cigar. So this is from uh, Inside the Ropes 
IRTWrestling.com also. When Stephanie McMahon found out about Vince allegations. A new report shed light on when Stephanie McMahon found out about the allegations against her father and how it might have affected her WWE hiatus. So as soon as I saw that headline, I thought, ooh, she parted ways with the company just a couple weeks ago. Maybe she had some inside knowledge of this. Now, uh, it's important to note that investigation is being conducted by the WWE Board of Directors. I started to go into that, and then I went into a different little rant. But um, this is not a legal investigation. This is an investigation by the Board of Directors. So could it be that Steph stepped back to get away from the heat, right? You can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. But to step away from the heat, not get brought down with her dad, so that if the board of directors suggest he step down, she can step up. That would be smart. I think Steph should be the heir apparent to Vince. Uh, Shane McMahon has a lot of, has some, I should say, good wrestling ideas, but he's a little bit like his dad was when his dad was uh, in his 50s. Vince decided to get become an in-ring, on-camera character. Mr. McMahon. One of the great heel characters in wrestling history. But... Shane O'Mac, Shane McMahon wants to be an in-ring talent more than Vince uh, ever did, even though Vince was temporarily WWF champion and wrestled Stone Cold Steve Austin and a few other matches. But Shane wants himself to be over the wrestlers. Uh, so here we go. On June 15th, news broke via the Wall Street Journal that Vince McMahon was being investigated by the WWE Board of Directors for allegedly paying $3 million to a former WWE employee whom he'd previous had, previously had an affair with. The Journal's report continues to say the board's investigation has unearthed older non-disclosure agreements that surround claims of misconduct made by other former female WWE employees that involve both Vince McMahon and head of talent relations Johnny Ace. However, it is not known how many of these claims are being looked into, but payments made in uh, relation to them are said to run in the millions of dollars. And again, this is all hush money. Okay, you know, don't tell everybody I cheated on my wife. Uh, sign this non-disclosure. Keep it quiet, right? That's what a non-disclosure agreement or hush money is. Uh, in the wake of these accusations, questions have arisen as to when Stephanie McMahon, who announced her hiatus from the company in May, found out about the allegations against her father 
and whether or not it could have affected her decision uh, to leave, take a leave of absence. While her departure was said to be 100% her decision, other reports indicate there may have been doubt within the company about her abilities in carrying out duties of her position. Uh, the uncertainty surrounding Stephanie McMahon's decision becomes even more interesting in light of allegations against her father and according to a new report from Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, members of the McMahon family are not involved in the investigation, but Stephanie's position on the WWE Board of Directors means that she would have had information about these allegations before she announced her hiatus. Uh, and then there it goes on. I'm not going to quote Dave Meltzer because I really can't stand him. Um, so I think it, it makes more sense that Steph stepped aside. Yeah, I call her Steph like I know her. Uh, she might have stepped aside to not get brought down by this, but also if she's on the board of directors, she would have to possibly vote for or against keeping her father as president and CEO. Now, there's a guy named Nick Khan who runs the business side of WWE. Uh, all of his decisions to uh, release talent are approved by Vince McMahon. And Nick Khan, I've watched some inter interviews with him, and I've gotten to like him a lot more uh, when I hear him talk about himself than when I hear, I've heard others talk about him. Uh, he was a wrestling fan. He uh, got a job as an usher at one of the WrestleMania, I think it was WrestleMania 10, because he wanted to go to the show, but he couldn't afford a ticket. And that's all pretty cool, but you know he wants to run it more like a business. There are also these horrendous rumors that Disney may want to buy WWE, uh, NBC Universal wants to buy WWE. I think that would be horrific because we all saw what happened when Time Warner, an entertainment company, uh, and AOL merged and owned WCW and it was run like an entertainment company not a wrestling company and Vince has been under the delusion for years that he he's not running a wrestling company he's making movies pal and they do have a WWE movie studio uh, the only good movie they've churned out are a couple Christmas movies uh well, I mean, I like everything Christmas, so obviously I'm biased. But, um, uh, well, I think one was called Santa's Little Helper, starring Paige, uh, and I'm a big Paige fan, so, uh, anyhow, and then one starred The Miz. It was, was kind of cute, but, anyways. Uh,. Update on Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis misconduct allegations. Uh, also inside the ropes at uh, 
itrwrestling.com. The saga around WWE's investigation into Vince McMahon's alleged affair and subsequent payment to a former employee continues to grow. Wall Street Journal uh, reported the WWE's board began an investigation uh, into claims in April that McMahon had made seven-figure made the seven-figure payment to the former employee. The company stressed the alleged relationship between McMahon and the unnamed employee was consensual, and McMahon is cooperating with the investigation. Uh, Vince will fight you to the end. Vince took on the Fed and won the steroid scandal of the early to mid 90s uh i think it was 1994 i mean he was real close to going to jail but uh, a secretary of his screwed up and said that there were fedex packages sent to the nassau coliseum on a certain date and the fed based their investigation around that and the WWE was like on the other side of the country that night. They weren't at Nassau Coliseum, so that blew the Fed's investigation there. Also, a lot of wrestlers that were on steroids, clearly, and admitted to it, said, Vince never sold us steroids, never told us to take steroids. We did it on our own, and we were doing it way before we were in WWF. Uh, WWF did have a doctor who did go to jail, I believe, for distrib- distribution of steroids. Now, mind you, it was perfectly legal to have steroids up until 1990 or 91, and then uh, the FDA and the federal government schedule one steroids. So this doctor had a bag, was selling steroids to the wrestlers, and one wrestler... <sighs> He was one of the powers of pain, but I can't remember which one. And he's still a big dude to this day. Uh, He told the steroid doctor at the WWE, no, I don't want to buy your steroids. I can get them cheaper someplace else. (laughs) But he went on the federal stand and told that. And he, he also said Vince never made him use steroids and never sold him steroids. Um... So this girl, this lady was hired as a paralegal in 2019. Uh, they stressed that it was uh, a consensual relationship. Uh, the board's investigation has unearthed older non-disclosure agreements. I already said that. Both McMahon and head of talent re- uh, relations, Johnny Ace. Uh, however, it's not known how many of these claims are being looked into. This is close to the same article. Fightful Select has now reported McMahon's alleged relationship with the employee had been suspected within the company. She had been given a major promotion in 2021 from Johnny Ace, assistant to uh, assistant to a role as quote director. The promotion came around the same time the company made more major cuts to its roster for budgetary reasons so she was kept around while wrestlers were being (coughs) laid off for budget reasons (coughs) 
excuse me. The report goes on to share more information regarding the opinion of female talent as to the return of Johnny Ace in the role of talent relations. One anonymous source says, I'd rather get my shit sent to me in a trash bag when I get fired than have to deal with him, and neither are good options. Uh, that refers to the previous head of talent relations, um, Matt Carano. Uh, he had Mickey James's uh, clothing and other items bagged up and mailed to her uh, in a trash bag in a cardboard box, and she posted it on social media like this is how they treat their talent when they leave uh, anyhow sources within the company say believe the situation will ultimately lead to Laurenice losing his position thank goodness hey I'm for hire I'm a people person WWE maybe I should email on my resume and see what happens anyhow losing the position they also say that is the biggest threat to Vince McMahon's control of the WWE since the steroid scandal in the early 1990s. Uh, one of the sources quoted saying that Johnny Ace has been upset as the latest, or set up, pardon me, as the latest fall guy for Vince. His turn in line was coming, while another male star who worked for the company throughout the 2000s and beyond said there had long been suspicion in regard to Johnny Ace's conduct. A former WWE writer alleged to have said there was open suspicion of such, uh, of such as early as the 2000s in regards to that. So Johnny Ace sexual harassment, sexual uh, alle sexual affairs allegations have been going on since the early 2000s, in other words. Uh, it's funny, he just married the mother of the Bella Twins, actually. So that's pretty... <laughs> that might be a short-lived marriage right there. Because Nikki and Brie Bella and their mom don't need Johnny Ace. And I think he's an ace hole for the way he talked to the female wrestling staff, uh, telling them to dress sexier. I like women's wrestling. I'm about to get into a couple other things about Sasha Banks and Paige departing WWE. I think a lot of times the women outshine the men in WWE. Uh, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Bailey uh, have been show stealers at uh, pay-per-views or premium live events, whatever they're calling it. Uh, so Johnny Ace, scumbag, creeper, liked hiring swimsuit models over women wrestlers. When women's wrestling was starting to get some traction... And there are a lot of women out there on the independents, a lot of women uh, in AEW, Impact Wrestling. In fact, Impact Wrestling, they say, has the best women's division in wrestling right now. 
the problem is Impact Wrestling is on about the most piss poor thing you could call a network. I mean, they might as well just be a dot com and have a streaming service and have a YouTube channel like the NWA. That would be better than the network they're on, truthfully. But anyhow, uh, I think Impact Wrestling has the best women's division, but I haven't seen, or what did I just say? I think all elite wrestling has the best women's division. Britt Baker, tremendous talent on the microphone, good in the ring. I've followed her career for a while. Not afraid to get bloody and dirty and go through tables, thumbtacks. Tough, tough woman for a, a skinny little beautiful thing from Pittsburgh. Not many beautiful, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of beautiful women in Pittsburgh. Uh, but anyways, for somebody that's you know, cute as a, a model, Britt Baker will tear it up with anybody. Get, get her head busted wide open, rolling roll thumbtacks, uh, uh, just tough, tough lady. Uh, Jordan Grace, little five foot two, 140 pound powerhouse in Impact Wrestling. Of course, the ageless wonder, Mickey James, who used to be Alexis Lurie, uh, worked her way through WWE, struggled like hell, was at, all, at Ohio Valley Wrestling forever when the WWE only had six women on the main roster. She waited and waited her turn and finally got called up. Uh, and then they released her a few months ago, or a year ago. Uh, she's in Impact Wrestling tearing it up right now. Uh, so they don't need to put up with Johnny Ace's shit of dress sexier, wear fishnet stockings under your ring gear, wear, wear skimpier outfits to the ring. Wrestle in what you can wrestle in. You know, if your wrestling style, and everyone's wrestling style should not accommodate a sexy outfit, you know. I mean, there have been wardrobe malfunctions with the women and a few of the men, but mostly the women wrestlers. Uh, because they're trying to wear cute outfits and wrestle. Um, not, not, dis, not taking away from them wanting to look beautiful, but it's wrestling, wrestling first. Be sexy and pretty second. B, BRB, take a pause here. Talk about Sasha Banks and uh, Paige leaving WWE. It's been alleged and it's been reported Sasha Banks has been released from WWE. Now, look. There are two ways I look at this. Um, one, she should have never been in the position where she walked out on the company. 
the company should not have put her in that position. She is the best wrestler on in the women's division. Maybe Charlotte Flair is a little better. Maybe they're equal. They're equal, if anything. But Sasha can go out and have a great match with anybody. And that's what's important in wrestling. Can the wrestlers tell us a story? Whether it's a storyline, a gimmick, an angle, or tell us a story throughout the match. That's the real science to wrestling. Every match has a beginning, a middle, an end. Every match is a story, or should be. Okay, now, Sasha is supposedly released. Her and Naomi were women's tag team champions, and they were told, "No, we're gonna we're gonna split you guys up temporarily, and send you to lose to Ronda Rousey and Bianca B- and Bianca Belair." Pardon me. They said, no, you threw us together in this tag team unexpectedly. We worked to get our tag team over. We've won, all the women wanted more championship belts, more focus on the women's division, and there was going to be this women's tag team division. Well, what the WWE has been doing is they give the women's tag team belts to somebody, and then they don't defend the belts for like six months. Uh, if they do, they have this this weird new number one contenders thing where, well, if you can beat the champions in a non-title match, you then become the number one contender for the tag team titles. And that goes for the men and the women's tag team divisions. That doesn't make sense. But anyhow, Sasha Banks... Naomi, they throw their their women's tag team titles on creepy Johnny Ace's desk and say, we're leaving. WWE buries them on television. Says what they did uh, disappointed us and the fans and blah, blah, blah. Okay, we get it. So, this article says, let me make sure I'm at the beginning of it, not... Well, no, I wanted to start in the middle because I just explained the beginning. Whoop. Back up, back up, back up. Sean Rossap of Fightful Select has noted, <coughs> quote, he asked numerous WWE reps, end quote, about the alleged release, and they hadn't heard anything. He said no one has been able to confirm or deny the news of Sasha Banks' release. And that she was still listed on WWE's roster on the website as of 1 a.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time today. Now, should WWE release Sasha Banks? Well, let's look. After WrestleMania 35, 
Sasha took uh, four months off from WWE. For personal reasons. Now, supposed, supposedly, even though they adamantly deny it, uh, Sasha and Bailey were upset that they lost the women's tag titles after just becoming the inaugural women's tag champions to a pair of women called the Iconics. The Iconics were extremely entertaining. And when they were allowed to wrestle and not be a comedy act, they actually came back for a week or two on WWE TV and were badasses. And then WWE said, oh, we can't have that. So they turned them back into nothings. Uh, And then those two got released. And then they went on to Impact Wrestling where they're tearing it up. So obviously the problem is with the way the WWE works the creative side of women's wrestling. I think they have about 73 and a half television writers. Some of which have no clue about wrestling. And also in the creative and different things, you know, Vince is involved. Uh, They came up short on women's talent because of some injuries and different things. So that's how they end up with wanting to split Sasha and Naomi up temporarily and just have them carry the women's tag title belts to the ring while they feud with Ronda Rousey and Naomi and then have them lose to Ronda and Naomi. Now, the WWE is loaded with talent. Men and women, from top to bottom, they have the most talent of any company uh, outside of New Japan pro wrestling uh, of any company anywhere. They have women that sit in catering and they do nothing with like Ruby Soho, who's now tearing it up in All Elite Wrestling. Sarah Rowe, who was uh, an independent wrestling phenom, Crazy Mary Dobbins. They brought her in. uh, They make her part of the Riot Squad. They make her a Viking. It doesn't get over. When she was already over as Crazy Mary Dobbins, coming out in a Jason from Halloween or Jason from Friday the 13th hockey mask and wrestling like a wild woman. Ruby Soho, indie wrestling darling, uh, beautiful girl, beautiful woman, pardon me, uh, can wrestle with the best of them, has creative wrestling moves along with wrestling skills. They don't do anything with her. Sasha Banks, they've done a lot with. She's stolen many shows. I catch heat on Twitter because I say, how come they never point out Sasha's abs or how toned her arms are? And people go, well, it's because she's the smallest person in the match. Duh. Like, well, you know what? So is Ivan Putsky a lot of the time. The Polish prince, the Polish powerhouse. Guy was about four foot eight and 250 chiseled uh, 
the crazy guy that they say killed Chris Benoit and his wife, Kevin Sullivan, who did not kill Chris Benoit and his wife. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, five foot five in the 70s, uh, early 80s. Dude was jacked like a bodybuilder. Could work his ass off in the ring. Uh, didn't matter how tall somebody was. If they look good and they can wrestle and they can tell us a story, they should be over like Rover. That was really stupid what I just said. But they should, they should be over. And Sasha should be the face of the women's division. She's their best women's wrestler. Nothing against Bianca. Nothing against Ronda Rousey. Ronda cannot carry a match. Ronda cannot talk on the mic. Sasha can do all that. Bianca, great wrestler. Great athlete. Her and Naomi and um, Ember Moon are the three best athletes in women's wrestling. Okay, when it comes to pure athleticism. <clears throat> but they're just not booking it right. Um, you know, of course it says here, Banks and tag team partner Naomi infamously walked out during Monday Night Raw four plus weeks ago. Uh, they were stripped of the titles. Sasha has had a topsy-turvy relationship during her 10-year tenure, tenure, tenure. She famously took an extended leave of absence in 2019. I already said that. Um, she came back, kicked off a run that saw her capture tag and singles gold and become a focal point of the women's division once again. Again, Sasha Banks rises up to the top of the women's division, and then they just do nothing with her for a little while. So, of course, she's going to get frustrated. But from the WWE standpoint, if they did release her, and if they are fed up with her, you got to roll with the punches. You can't be like Bret Hart in 1996-97, where you're taking yourself and wrestling so seriously that... You don't ever want to lose a match. You don't want to lose in Canada. You don't want to lose to Shawn Michaels because he's a jerk. Well, tough luck. That's life. And wrestling, you go up, you go down, you go up, you go down. I've seen, I've watched wrestling my whole life. I've even seen Dusty Rhodes, you know, feud with Ric Flair for the world title for a year, and then drop into, you know, basically nothing. Then come back and feud with Tully Blanchard for the world television title or feud with Arn Anderson for the United States title or the world television title uh, and then jump back to the top of the card. Now, of course, Dusty Rhodes was the most over wrestler in the business from the 1970s till the late 80s. Uh, he could do that because he was Dusty frickin' Rhodes and also because he was the head booker made all the matches, made all the storylines. <laughs> but uh, contrary to belief, Dusty did not always book himself at the top. <clears throat> but the point is, you can move up and down the, the card in wrestling, and we as fans 
don't care. We're going to cheer our favorite wrestlers. So Sasha really doesn't have any business being frustrated or upset. I do and don't believe, I don't really believe everything in her official WWE documentary where she said, you know, she just needed time off because wrestling had been her whole life since she was nine years old and she was frustrated at fans meeting her at the airport at 4 a.m. and no one had called her her no one had called her by her proper name Mercedes in years and stuff like that. That's no reason to take a hiatus, you know. But wrestling's a 365 <coughs> 24/7 story. You know, when the fans meet you at the airport and ask you for their autograph, they really think they're meeting the character. And there are people like Ric Flair and Stone Cold that are that character. If you meet Stone Cold Steve Austin at an airport, if he's not on the plane, he's probably at the airport lounge or bar drinking a beer. Same thing with Ric Flair. If he's not on the airplane, well, even when he is on the airplane, he's Ric Flair. He's wooing, he's wheeling, dealing, kiss stealing, drinking, partying, having a good time, Ric Flair. And people, wrestlers, pardon me, from Sasha's generation don't get that. And she doesn't get that that's what the fans think. Um, so I can see where WWE may release her or may let her go when her contract is up uh, which should be any day now from what I've heard I can see them letting her go because it's just too much to handle now they were close to getting rid of Charlotte Flair too because Charlotte's got a backstage attitude she's the top of the women's division when they need somebody to come in and save the women's division they think they have to call Charlotte Flair uh, Tessa Blanchard, maybe the best woman wrestler not in WWE or All Elite or Impact. Uh, she was tearing it up on the indies. She tore it up in Impact Wrestling. They made her the men's, the men's wrestling champion. She wrestled men because she couldn't, they couldn't find any women to supposedly keep up with her. Uh, and then, you know, she screwed that up. So there are attitude problems. Men have the attitude problems too. I talked about Brock Lesnar a few minutes ago. Stone Cold walked away from WWE for a while. But he was stone cold. <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing in wrestling since Hulk Hogan. How could you, you know, uh, blame him for walking off in some regards when he's asked to just job out to Brock Lesnar? But again, same thing as I said about Sasha. Wrestlers move up and down the card all the time. Top stars, they're at the top. Then they have to come down and some other people have to be built up to be stars. They need to under the wrestlers need to understand this. Whether you're Bret Hart, Stone Cold, Dusty Rhodes did understand it. Whether you're Sasha, who, who Dusty made Sasha. A lot of people didn't want her to carry on the boss... Banks gimmick, but Dusty said you gotta find something that works for you, girl. And he said, 
is this boss thing working for you? Are the fans liking it? Is it you? And she said, yes. Then he said, don't ever change it. And she didn't. And she became what I think is the top women's wrestler in WWE. Or who is the top women's wrestler in WWE? Um, another former fan favorite, Paige, announced on her TikTok stream. I think it was TikTok. TikTok or there's another Twitch. Might have been on Twitch. Whatever. Um, oh, by the way, since Sasha has left WWE, and this is back to her four-month hiatus. Remember when she needed a break because wrestling had been her life and blah, blah, blah. Uh, she's gotten LASIK eye surgery recently, uh, and she's also changed her hair. Uh, in WWE, she always had the really long hair, and it was always a different color. Uh, I think the latest was blue. She was the blueprint Sasha Banks, so she had to have blue hair. Um, anyways, side note, doesn't matter. Uh, Paige is not going to have her contract renewed by WWE. She's been hinting for months that she wants to wrestle again. Now, a few years ago when she had her neck injuries, uh, she was told she cannot wrestle with that neck. But she's supposedly been uh, inspired by Edge and Brian Dan Danielson and their comebacks from head and neck injuries. Uh, she says she feels the best she's ever felt and all this. But is her neck strong enough? Uh, <clears throat> she's been begging WWE to use her and she's a talent that they're just not using Ronda Rousey cannot talk on the mic she can't talk she's not a good interview now if they let maybe if they cut her loose and stop giving her a script that might be different but Paige even offered to be Ronda's mouthpiece like Paul Heyman uh, to Ronda Rousey. They didn't take her up on that. She's just been sitting at home getting paid. Now I've seen pictures on social media where she's packing boxes at her house or something. Uh, I don't know if she's packing up to move uh, possibly to Florida for all elite wrestling but she said also that uh, she, her contract is up like July 6th or 7th, and she doesn't think that there's a no-compete clause because the contract is over. She's got to check with her attorneys. So she may turn up in All Elite Wrestling or Impact. Impact always comes up because they're viewed as the best women's division in wrestling, and people think that they might let her wrestle. Uh, where all elite uh, Tony Khan is a little smarter of a businessman and would require her to get doctor's clearance to wrestle. But wherever she turns up, uh, whether she's Soraya Knight or Soraya Bevis or Brittany Knight, uh, all former gimmick names of hers, well, Sor she was Brittany Knight before she came to WWE. I think she'd be good as Soraya Knight. That's kind of the gimmick name of her family. Uh, I think she would do well. I'm worried for her health. 
because if she gets another neck injury, she could be paralyzed from the neck down. We all saw what happened to Draws, uh, or if, if you haven't, Google it. But anyway, it looks like Paige is going to turn up somewhere in wrestling. She wants to be back in wrestling somewhere, in some role. Uh, there are people in all elite wrestling like Serena Deeb, maybe the best woman wrestler out there, period, point blank. Another woman who WWE dropped the ball with. I mean, Serena Deeb's been on rants where she's been like, you know, I got breast implants for WWE. I shaved my head for WWE, and nothing I could do was good enough for them. Oh my gosh, I've watched, she's just tearing it. She can just wrestle, wrestle, wrestle her ass off. And she's gorgeous, she's toned, she's just a, a downright wrestler. Uh, but she cannot talk on the microphone. So, you know, Paige could go to All Elite, have a faction that she manages of, uh, like, people like Hangman Adam Page, who is just the All Elite World Champion, but he couldn't talk on the mic. Uh, Serena Deeb, great wrestler, but can't work the microphone. All kind of options out there for Paige. Uh, and I'm glad that you know she was able to entertain us for a few years. She was one of the best women wrestlers there uh, at 19 years old, won the Women's World Championship. Uh, Matt Carano told her, if you keep the trajectory you're on at 24, you can retire at 31 and never have to work again. You're going to make so much money in this business. And then, of course, unfortunately, the injuries came. The bad relationship with uh, Umberto Del Rio, whatever his real name is, uh, asshole Del Rio, as far as I'm concerned. But anyways, uh, you know, personal problems came up, but now she's a vegan. She's off marijuana and alcohol. Uh, and she, I've always thought she was a nice person. I've never heard anything bad about her. She's nice to her fans. And again, another female talent, uh, originally used very well by WWE, but then wasted by WWE. Uh, she was a great general manager on SmackDown. She was a great manager of Kyrie Sane and um, another un underused talent, Asuka. So anyways, Vince, sex scandalous wrestlers not being used correctly uh, maybe it's time for Steph and Triple H to take over the company I think that would be best Triple H when he was running NXT wrestling it was outstanding um, since Triple H has returned to his behind the scenes role since his heart issues NXT has gotten a lot better. So, um, yeah, maybe Steph's disappearance from WWE was to lay low while the heat blows over on Vince in case she has to jump into his role. Uh, Sasha Banks, I wish the, I hope the best for her uh, in some other wrestling company. For her, it's about the story, it's about the wrestling.
not the characters, not the gimmicks, not the silliness. Uh, she doesn't have to be world champion. She just wants to be used well. So, could be another great catch for all elite wrestling. And if Impact Wrestling were on a channel that people watch, <laughs> I would say it would be a great catch for them. But she wants to be on TV. Her hero is Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero was huge on TBS and TNT, so maybe she would want to go there to be like her her and my hero, Eddie Guerrero. Alright, God bless y'all. Pray for one another and stand back. I did a better Vince than Vince. <laughs> Yeah.